0: the program asks three fundamental questions where am i where do i want to go and how do i get there and so in that program we help the guys determine the answers to those questions in the seven key areas of the life and so in the book what i do is i describe out that process for folks in various walks of life and so if you don't know where you are financially then let's figure out where you are and where you want to go and then draw a map on how to get there.
1: Welcome back to The Prospecting Show. Today is June 9th and we have Kyle Gillette. How are you? I'm doing well. Awesome. So before we kind of get into things, one of the things I want to recap here for people who are going to listen to this episode is you have a book called Life Map and I actually got a copy of that on Amazon recently and started reading it. So maybe you can give us kind of some background of you know how you got to life map your past your background and everything leading up until when you wrote the book
0: yeah so in 2001 i remember sitting in one of those high-backed executive chairs in my apartment and i was just getting ready to graduate from college and my buddies and i had gone on a hike in on this mountain and we decided to take a quote shortcut and the shortcut was of course covered in poison oak and by the time we got into it, we finally realized that we were traipsing through Poison Oak and I had shorts and a t-shirt on. So I'm sitting there at my desk after this had happened and I'm covered in Poison Oak literally from my ankles to my head. And I was a little bit lost and confused as it relates to what I was going to do after college. I was thinking about personal training. I was I was kind of open to pretty much anything, but I was itchy and irritated and frustrated with life. And it was just like this representation of where I was. So you fast forward a few weeks and I tripped to India. And one of the guys on that trip suggested that I talk to the president and the executive director of this men's mentoring program. And he said that I should interview for a position there. It was a position where you live in the house with these guys that are, their lives are a little bit off track and they're struggling in their lives and they're trying to get get themselves in a better place. And so I said, yeah, that sounds interesting. And I went to this farmhouse in the middle of the county, and it was about 20 acres. The farmhouse is this beautiful white farmhouse. And as you walk up to it, you go up these cement steps. I go up to the front door, and I'm like, what am I doing here? (laughs) What am I doing? And I walk in, and I'm greeted by two dudes, big smiles, they're happy to see me, and shake hands and then sit down on this couch. And the interview is maybe 30 minutes or so. And partway through the interview, I'm feeling pulled, just pulled into this couch, like I belong there is just it was that feeling that intuitive feeling that you belong somewhere and by the time the interview was over they asked me if i wanted the job which isn't a normal scenario but i knew that i did and so i accepted the job on the spot and ultimately what happened is this program is the heart of life map because the program asks three fundamental questions where am i where do i want to go and how do i get there and so in that program we help the guys determine The answers to those questions in the seven key areas of the life and so in the book what i do is i describe out that process for folks in various walks of life and so if you don't know where you are financially then let's figure out where you are and then where you want to go and then draw a map on how to get there and then same thing with your physical health your education so on and so forth and so when i left that ministry when i left that program after 10 years of being there, I decided that it was time to share that tool, share that information with other people. So the book is the result of that time there, the stories of being there, my life experiences, and just the desire to share that wisdom with the people outside of the program.
1: And do you think that, you know, there's a lot of different books out there, right? Of of people's stories and and kind of self-help books and working through different problems. What Piece of this book, do you think is the most important or the most valuable? Like as you wrote it, and you know, feedback you've gotten from other people, what piece do you think is like the most important lesson?
0: I think it's because it's very practical. So throughout the book, at the end of every chapter, there's questions that make you think to move you forward in whatever area that chapter's focused on. So it makes you really think about, you know, how am I actually doing in my relationships? And then you answer a set of questions. You can write it down, or you can just think about them. And this. Automatically creates progress for the individual. Even if you only make progress in one area of life, that matters and it moves people forward. Additionally, I have a workbook that makes it even more intense or more purposeful. And so you put those two together. And I mean, you're guaranteed progress. You're guaranteed to be able to answer those bigger questions, which is where am I? Where do I want to go? And how do I get there? So I'm a very practical person. And so I try to write books, try to write content great videos that are very practical that you can immediately apply and see results pretty quickly and then big results over time.
1: Yeah, and that is actually probably the biggest shortcoming of other books, right? There's a lot of books and courses and info products that talk about high-level techniques, high-level concepts, but they don't really talk about implementation of that into your life or your business or whatever it is you're applying it to. So I think that that's hugely beneficial. For the people who don't really like know the story about you, what was the next step after Life Map?
0: Yeah, so my wife and I realized that we were far away from my parents and her parents and that we didn't want our kids to be going to school in the city we were living in. Unfortunately, we were living in one of the greatest cities in the world, which is San Luis Obispo, California, which is gorgeous, amazing, but it just wasn't going to be great because my parents were four hours away and her parents were 19 hours away. And so we had to decide what to do. And eventually we decided to move up to Washington State and when we made that move, I said in my heart, I said, if I'm going to be done with this program, if I'm going to be done helping these people in this way, I want to have an even deeper and bigger impact as I step into this new life chapter. And so from that became this little burning inside of me to use the content from LifeMap, to use the content from that process and be able to share it with business owners in a way that was applicable to them. Because it's not about know it's about the business aspect versus the the life aspect but honestly we can't (laughs) come on let's be honest we can't get away from the business we can't get away from the life aspect as we run our businesses so that was kind of the catalyst for me I, i wanted to have an even deeper impact and whether you're a solopreneur or a small business owner you have a lot of people's lives that you touch and if you get your life in balance if you get your business in a place where it's growing then I get to be a part of that, and I get to change the world through the people that are changing the world and that's kind of my mission in my life and so boom, that's the path that has gotten me to kind of where I am at this point
1: yeah and to have that introspection or kind of that reflection on what you 've done in your life and what you 're trying to do that's actually a pretty high level skill right A lot of people don't actually take the time to step back and kind of look at what they're doing and reflect on why they're doing it it's a very difficult skill to have, and I think the fact that you're able to do that is pretty useful. Where do you see? other people, you know, as they're doing, looking into their lives and trying to figure out what they're going to do next, where do you see most people getting caught or stuck?
0: People do, everybody's heard this term before, but it's analysis paralysis. People think and think and think and research and research. It's so easy to go online and research anything and everything. And so some people research to the point where they wrap themselves up into some anxiety some people research themselves to the point where they can't make a decision because they see, all, they see way too many options. And so I think that if we can take these little steps and move forward in these little tiny steps, even as we do the research, that's where people get stuck. So I think that when you take the time to step back and reflect and look at your life from a very practical standpoint, it gives you the opportunity to not get into that analysis paralysis and actually make some forward progress, even if it's small. Because it's still for progress. It's still that momentum that helps you get moving.
1: And do you think that that is just really, you know, come up with an idea, execute, and then learn from it? Is that kind of the process that you'd recommend going through then for, so that people don't do all of that analysis component?
0: Yeah, I think it's a concurrent thing. You can do them simultaneously where you're still doing the research, but don't let that analysis stop you from taking some actions. Some people don't do any analysis, and that's a problem in of itself too. I, I lean more in that direction. And so I need people to keep me accountable to do more analysis instead of just taking action. But there's a balance, right? There's this balance. And the better you know yourself and where you lean, the more you can find people to help keep you accountable and support you to push you in the other direction. So for me, I need people to keep me accountable to do a little bit more investigation before I just take action. And then there, obviously there's the opposites. And when we do this, growth happens, period. It just does. It has to because you're taking action. And even if you fail in that action, it's okay because you're learning from that and growing from that. And the failure is still experience that ultimately will be beneficial no matter how big or small that failure is.
1: Yeah. And I think the other part too is like how quickly can you recover from a failure, right? It's one thing to have the failure, have multiple failures, whatever it is, but it's like how quickly can you recover from it? in whatever aspect of your life that it's affecting, and then also how quickly can you learn and re-execute on some new level. And I think those are both really difficult things to do, but let's talk a little bit about the SAGE leadership because I'm I'm sure there's some pieces in there kind of with what we're talking about right now. Like, Let's talk a little bit about what SAGE leadership is and and kind of how you brought that together.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think to tie into what we are talking about before and to bring it to what you're asking me now, in 2016, I wrote that Life Map book. And then I tried to run a life coaching business and that failed. And then I tried to run after that, I tried to run a personal training business, an online training business where I offered specific customized workouts to people that they would request of me. And that failed too. So though I failed in those windows, it opened the door for me to know exactly what I really want to do. And it it taught me a ton of things. So I've experienced those big failures. I've experienced taking action and them not working out but I'm still around. (laughs) Things have still worked out for me. This business is going well. There's a lot of things that I gained from that. And I think that that's the fear part that we have to overcome. And so as I went through those failures, I realized that my target was wrong. I realized that what I really wanted to do was tie into businesses directly. I really wanted to help businesses and specifically the leaders of those businesses. And in order to do that, I wanted my own model. I wanted my own framework because then it would come from me and it could be very natural and it could be very uh, heart centered and people would know they're getting something that's from me that's out of my experience but also very practical and researched so this came at an interesting time cuz i had been pretty broken by the second failure of a small business I, i've had i've run four and the first one succeeded the two in the middle failed and now this one's succeeding so i have the you know failure sandwich going on here and I knew I wanted to have some sort of a framework that would be easy for people to remember. And so I was working on it, coming up with weird acronyms, because I love acronyms, they're memorable, trying to figure out what my values were, what I could speak to. And it took months, but I remember waking up in the middle of the night, it was 3 a.m. in the morning, and I got the word self-awareness. And I went, oh my gosh, that's it. So I hopped out of bed, grabbed a pen and paper, and spent four hours just writing out the beginnings of what SAGE is. and. From there, it's kind of evolved into much more than what I wrote down initially, but that's kind of the heart of how it started.
1: And so where do you see the differences between Sage and Life Map? I know there's this chronological, you wrote the book and then you kind of progressed through the business, had the two failures, and then kind of came back out with Sage. But what is the anchor point between those two concepts, the book and the Sage leadership that kind of crosses over between the
0: two? Yeah, 100%. It's those three primary questions. Where am I, in this case, primarily in business, where do I want to go in my business and how am I going to get there? So my coaching shifted toward, let me help you figure out where you are in your business. And with that comes where you are as a person, of course. And then where do you want to go with your business and what does it look like to get you there, right? So stage is kind of life map 2.0 or life map on steroids, because it's not only was life map about answering key questions about where you are in life but it didn't dive nearly as deeply into what are the behavioral mindsets that you have? What are your self-limiting beliefs, which is that self-awareness piece? What accountability do you have in your life so that you can actually pull this off? What's the support? Who in your life, if you want to be surrounded by eights, nines and tens in your life, who's in your life right now that's going to elevate you to that level and who can you surround yourself with? Right. And then the growth mindset, do you have a fixed or a growth mindset? Because, LifeMap touched on questions related to key areas of life, but it didn't get into the thinking. It didn't get into the behaviors near as much as what I do with Sage. And then, of course, lastly is the empowerment piece, which is all about allowing yourself to step away and use situations and people and automation and tools to empower you and your business to next levels. So it really amplified the concepts behind LifeMap by answering those three questions but did it in a way that's much more rooted in the person because we talk about values and we talk about habits and those types of things. So I think that's why I like to call it Life Map 2.0. Yeah,
1: that's, it's interesting to see a progression between different ideas, right? I think there's a lot of people who, start off as entrepreneurs, they have an idea, that idea doesn't work, they transition that idea into something else, and it continuously progresses, they might seem like they're two or three or four totally different ideas. But kind of what I hear from you is that the biggest thing is you're looking for impact, right? It's like, how can I diagnose the issue that people are having at hand? How can I figure out where they're going to go and then give them the steps to be able to get there, whether that's through Life Map or the workbook or through Sage or any of that. But it seems like your vision is very much like, how can I get people to their goals? what is the piece of that work that you're doing that you find most exciting? Like what, what gets you going every day?
0: For me, it's every single time I'm on a, on a coaching call. Uh, I had one yesterday where this gentleman, he realized that he's starting this new program. He's starting this new process. And as he went to pursue it in his mind, he was already letting himself off the hook. He was already giving himself permission to quit. And so we dove into that And discovered that this is a pattern, a consistent pattern for him that he starts something and he has great, he has an attitude of going after it and he does, but then he has the behavior of quitting. So, that other half of the coin or the other half of the process, he's had a pattern of stopping. And so, helping him to see that was completely eye opening for him. And now, his approach to this new thing he's pursuing is going to be completely different because now he knows that he can't quit because he's put it out there. And having those type of insights on a consistent basis with my client is what gets me to get on the phone, to be on Zoom, to have those conversations, because that's going to pay dividends for the rest of his life. And you can't even put a number on the value of that, but it, does, it can have a number on it, which is cool too, because when he finishes this program, it's going to open up crazy possibilities for him. So that's really motivating for me. And that happens frequently to get that deeper insight which unlocks all kinds of potential for people.
1: Yeah. And, and where do you see, you know, now that you've had more experience with kind of matching the two programs like Sage and, and Life Map and having people go through that different mindset change, what do you see the future of what you're doing? What do you think it's going to be? Is it one-on-one coaching? Is it group consulting? Is it writing more books? Is it info products? Like where do you see yourself really going over the next maybe 10 years with, with everything you've put together?
0: Yeah, I mean I, I kind of have a plan mapped out in my mind for what that looks like and some of it's written out. But my heart is the one-to-one working with people. And because there's there's something about having that guide, having that person at your side that supports you and keeps you accountable and calls you on your crap, right? That says, "You know what? You said you're going to do this and you didn't." And done in a way that's with empathy and shows them that you care and move them forward. So there's that piece. But realistically, I can't do that forever because there's only one version of me and there's only sure. so much time in a day. So another piece of that is writing that book. So every time I interview someone on my podcast, I record it, of course, and then I transcribe what they've said. And then from what they've said, I, I'm adding some of those, the key goldmine pieces into my book. And the intention is to walk people through those three questions in my book using the insights that these solopreneurs and business owners are sharing with me on the podcast. So that you can get the wisdom of hundreds of people that I've been talking to in a book, right? So that's a big piece of the equation. And then group coaching is another piece. But one of the other things that, that I've really enjoyed creating is I have a whole course on the Sage Mindset. So people walk through a 10-week course that takes them through these 10 different lessons that helps them to unlock that potential to realize these things about themselves, to create that accountability, so on and so forth. So that's the scaling of a lot of those things. And it's also a different iterations of those things, because right now what I have isn't perfect and it never will be. But as I work with more people and as it takes shape, as I get input from them, the product and the services are going to get better and better. So I really see this group coaching and this coursework tied into the book being the path that I'm on, because this is a passion. I mean, Sage is a big piece of my value. So it's a passion for me. So I'm never going to let it go. So let's shape it up so that's most beneficial for the most people.
1: Yeah, and what would you say the biggest piece of advice you can give now that you've done the, the Sage and put it all together and you've been, like you said, you have all these conversations with people through your podcast and probably through the book and coaching and some of the sales calls you've done and all these different pieces. What do you think the number one piece of unlocking that flat mindset or that fixed mindset? What, what is the piece of advice that you give to people? To say like, listen, if you change this one thing, it's going to have more impact than anything else.
0: Yeah, I think that the visual I want to give people is, if you think about your potential, if you think about what you have to offer as this locomotive, there's, you have your skills, your talents, your gifts, and they are all on that locomotive. And what happens is people get to this place of low confidence. Or they get to this place if I, I don't believe i have enough experience to move forward in this and it's that proverbial brick on the track or that wall on the track that they need to get through what happens is if they can just kick that brick off if they can take a little action a lot of times that'll kick the single little brick off the track and the train can move but that one brick will stop a whole train from moving if it's holding still and if it's a wall then it's about finding a guide to help you take apart that wall, take apart those things that are blocking you from taking action. And so the key piece is imperfect actions. Because so many people get wrapped up in, I got to take the perfect action, do all the right research, and be 100% confident this is what I should do. You're never going to get there. So what is that imperfect action you can take today? The Sage Mindset concept in my podcast is about What's a little mindset shift or a little behavioral shift you can make today that will create massive change for the rest of your life or for the future? So having a conversation with someone about what you want to do, and that starts to build momentum, then do that. If that's going for it and picking up that phone and calling that person, then do it. If that's putting that product out there, then do it, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever it is, take that imperfect action and get moving, because then your train will start to get momentum. And then when the next wall comes, you can bust right through it and it's not a big deal. And then you have all these resources and talents and gifts that are on your train that now you get to bring to other people. Cause if you're just on the track, you can't bring it anywhere. And so that's how, that's how I see a big piece of what can be hugely beneficial for people to, to get going and make some progress and impact.
1: Yeah. And so to kind of like tie everything together and kind of wrap it up, cause I like to keep all these episodes short and like really impactful. How should somebody reach out to find you? I know we got Life Map on Amazon that people can go out there and and purchase it directly from Amazon. But if they want to learn more about Sage Leadership, one-on-one, chatting with you, what is the best way for these people to reach you directly?
0: Yeah, go to GilletteSolutions.com. And at the bottom, I have a little form you could fill out to connect with me. That's a great way to do it. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can get to me, but that's one of them. And obviously you can listen to my podcast, Sage Mindset Podcast. Uh, It's on all the different channels. But yeah, the conversation, the one-to-one conversation over Zoom, over the phone is, is wonderful. So GilletteSolutions.com is your best bet to get a hold of me.
1: Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show and kind of sharing your your background, the book, your story, the the programs you have in place now, and kind of your experiences. Super wonderful. Anyone who's looking you know, for a good read here, I myself am reading Life Map right now, just getting started with it. So check it out on Amazon. And uh, thanks a lot for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it.